0: What's up you guys? Welcome back to the Talk To Me Bestie podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Ivy. We hope you guys are having a good week. Um, Yeah, not too much going on here. Ivy, how are you? I'm good, just living. Um,
1: Honestly, guys, work is just work. I don't know. I want some excitement. Mm
0: -hmm. What about you? (laughs) Literally. Yeah, I feel that. I was thinking about like, oh, it's literally like, summer for most people and it's just like a normal few months for us like nothing changes but even like with memorial day coming up that'll be really nice and then in june i'm taking a couple days off and we have like juneteenth off so that's really nice um but Um, i don't know i'm like you
1: have any memorial day plans
0: um Seth's younger brother is graduating high school, so we have his mm-hmm. grad party that weekend. And then our neighbors asked us to watch their dogs. <laughs> and um they have two greyhounds. I love so they are they're huge. I literally have never been around dogs that are that size. And so last weekend we just went over there on Saturday just to like meet them. And they're actually like so sweet. I love greyhounds. Oh my goodness. And they're so big, they can't physically sit, so they just lay down everywhere. Um, and it was just, like, fun. They were so sweet, and we hung out with our neighbors for a little while, which was really fun. Um, but I'm excited. And they're right next door, so we'll just be able okay. to go over and so these aren't let the them out. Neighbors... But they don't need much. Go ahead. These aren't the neighbors that live downstairs? No, okay. they're next door. Yeah, not the neighbors that are a little crazy, Uh, but the neighbors. Yeah, no, the neighbors next door. Um, And it's crazy because the dogs don't need like any exercise. I mean, they go on walks, but I thought they were going to need like, you know how dogs have a treadmill sometimes? But they are old race. They're rescues. They're old racing dogs. Um, and they were fostering another one that like, won't be there when we're there, but these dogs don't know how to walk upstairs. Like when they're bred or whatever in like racing, whatever, they never have to walk upstairs. So this foster dog, which they taught their two dogs, how to walk upstairs, whatever (laughs) this foster dog is literally like fully shaking and we had to, like, move it one paw at a time all the way up the stairs. It's, like, so traumatic for this dog. I can but I'm, like you and th- just going, okay, okay. <laughs> well, at first, they were, like, carrying him up. And I was like, does this dog have, like, hip problems? <laughs> but, no, it's just that. But, yeah, I don't have much of an update or anything. Oh, I get – wait, I guess I do. Um, have you seen Hacks on HBO Max? no no (laughs) it's um it won all these awards like a few months ago and we were didn't have anything to watch and i feel like the best way to describe it is it's just a very mild show like it's very easy to watch it's funny enough but it's not like i don't know it's just a super chill show season two is coming out now weekly so we like are partially into that it's about like a comedian who has a residency in Vegas and then this like young millennial or Gen Z writer who like tries to help her spruce up her content. Um, so it's really funny. Okay. And yeah, your content plate is overflowing. Um, And then I wanted to touch on, okay, I sent you this, which I know everyone has been talking about it, but did you listen to Emma Chamberlain's podcasts or not? So Emma has this podcast, Anything Goes. She just literally rambles about whatever. Um, And she like hasn't posted on YouTube since December or January or something. And she's like kind of done with YouTube, everyone thinks. But anyway, she's talking about how there's a culture shift coming. And she did one episode. It's like a three-part series. One episode is on social media. One episode is on mainstream celebrities. And then this one coming out this week is about, I don't know what it's about, but it's about one other element that I forgot. But she's talking about how, like, social media is shifting in the way that, like, everyone is becoming, like, with. With celebrities, it's like, okay, at some point, is everyone just going to be somewhat of a celebrity? Like, is everyone going to be famous because we all have these platforms? Like, what does a following mean anymore? And everything is just getting so saturated. And like, okay, we're all bored. Like, we all know the outfit pick, the getting the coffee picture. Like, all of these things are just becoming so overdone and what's next. And so she's kind of, like, on the cusp of, like, I don't know what's coming, but something's coming, and everyone is going to be tired of these partnerships and all of the money that's in media. And it's just really interesting because I think, I mean, I agree with it in the way that, like, I cannot get into TikTok. I literally think it's so boring. Or even like with Instagram, I'm like, I don't have a push to post. And for me, like, I have made some money on Instagram. So I'm like, oh, if I work a little harder, like, I almost feel guilty because I'm like, there's so much money out there. Why am I not capitalizing on it? But then it's like, I don't want to make content that's been made a billion times before. And it's just an interesting take because I feel like there's truth to it and there's going to be a shift. I personally just don't post on social
1: media. But, like, Mm -hmm. my go-to, like, I I enjoy TikToks, but I'm starting to realize Mm -hmm. that everyone's making the same lifestyle clip videos. Everyone's getting the same, like, clothes hauls. Like, it's just not, Mm -hmm. you know, interesting to me anymore. And also, to go back on the, like, celebrity status thing, I think Mm -hmm. social media has really disrupted what we think a celebrity is now because... 10%. me and my friends are having a conversation about this. Like, you take someone like Rihanna, right? Everybody in the world mm-hmm. is Rihanna. She is a celebrity. But, like, mm-hmm. somebody like Charlie D'Amelio, she's also a celebrity. Yeah. But, like, are they – like, obviously, they're not on the same level. But now we're at the point <laughs> where we're like, okay, we call her a celebrity. We call Rihanna a celebrity.
0: Mm-hmm. What's – you know? Well, it's, like – it's even, like, with the Met. Okay, A-list celebrities – are not coming Mm -hmm. that shows a culture shift like there has to be like this bubble has to pop and even like emma was talking about how looking up to popular people celebrities whatever in our society has always been because there's mystery and because there's like oh, we don't know actually how it is to live their life. So we want to know everything we can. Whereas now it's like, actually the more content I consume of Hailey Bieber, I don't like her as much. Yeah. Like I've always loved her, but I'm like, I don't want to watch your YouTube videos because sometimes she's like awkward and uncomfortable. And I don't know. It's just like it the mystery aspect is gone. And not that she's like someone like Rihanna, but it's like yeah. there is a difference of, we're getting to see these people's lives. And after we see everyone's private jets so many times, like it just becomes annoying. And it's like, that's so out of touch from our lives, you know?
1: And also think about like the people who blew up from,
0: blew up from TikTok. Like we, mm-hmm. we saw the
1: rise of like Addison Ray, Charlie Amelia, like, and now mm-hmm. it's just like, how many dance videos can you do? How many yep um, trips to Hawaii can you do? Like, we're tired of it and it's almost like a lot of people you'll see in the comments like i'm mad that you made her famous or extra cetera, which is great for litter but like you know literally guys like i don't i feel like their reign no offense to anybody but like i feel like their reign will end faster than
0: hmm we- well and like Tinks was talking about on her podcast episode on Monday, she was kind of debriefing what Emma was saying. And she was talking about, cause she started as someone who was like very relatable and like everyone loves you. And she was kind of talking about the influencer life cycle of like you start off as super relatable. You're one of the people and then you start getting glam and then you start going to the events and you start getting paid. And then all of a sudden it's like, you're too famous you're not like one of us and you so it's like and then in the middle of that once you get your certain amount of like oh I am making a decent amount of money I buy a house I buy a car well then you don't want to have actual opinions because you don't want to get canceled True. And, like, and so it's kind of this bubble yeah and like to add on to that it's just
1: I don't know like it's it's interesting to see like in the next couple of years what's gonna take to be a social media yeah because i don't think a million followers is while it's great now i don't think it's gonna cut it literally because people go viral and get a million followers in one day you know Mm -hmm. so it's like well yeah
0: yeah emma was saying like obviously it's gonna go one of two ways like either everyone is just gonna have somewhat of a following and there's no one and like everyone knows everyone or it's just gonna become like you have to, we aren't going to accept as a society being famous for being famous. True. And like, I know a lot of influencers have diversified in a lot of ways, just in case it's like Vine, but there is that aspect of like, we're going to get bored of the same content. And I just feel like recently, I even feel like social media has been really boor- boring. Mm-hmm. And then listening to Emma's podcast, I was like, oh, it's not just me. Like this makes so much sense. Yeah. Because there has to be a life cycle, like, I I don't know, I'm like, when I go on Instagram, like, they just want me to buy everything, (laughs) and sometimes I'm like, I'm okay with just my day-to-day, and how much does this, it feels different to me for some reason, when I go on Instagram, it feels more transactional than, like, enjoyment.
1: Yeah.
0: But, I don't know. Like, another
1: thing about that is, like, you think about
0: the people who got, um,
1: mainly my beef is with TikTokers I feel like YouTubers are right. a little bit more They put a lot into their content But with TikTokers right. It's like The trend in 2020 When TikTok like blew up these people mm-hmm. Was the dance videos, right? You're doing these dance, yep. simple little moments But the sad thing about it is The people that created Those sick called dances That blew you up to a millionaire mm-hmm. Are like People who aren't famous, you know, like they're not famous now. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, uh, Charlie and all of them, I think there's an issue where they went to like a liquor's game and they did like one of this mm-hmm. this girl in Atlanta's dance, right? Mind you, yeah. she wasn't getting paid for that, but they are. Right. So I think now right. we're in the time where people are going to call them, call people out for that with like Instagram and so. TikTokers and they're like, hey, this is my you are getting paid on this, I'm not, you
0: know? Right. Well, and it's like like citing your source, basically. And there's always been that with TikToks and stuff. And I think another part that's getting kind of old, and I heard someone else touching on this, is like so much of content on Instagram, TikTok, wherever, is how to get famous, how to get views. This is what to do to get views. This is what to do to get famous. And it's so much of like you have to be doing more you need to be doing more almost like a little bit of a guilt trip and like well you could have all these followers if you did this and it's like yeah for some people that's great but if everyone's whole purpose is just to be famous i don't know it doesn't it kind of seems counterproductive because it's like where what happened to the like I'm just posting, so So my friends at school is hand posting. You know what I mean? Like it's it's so it's a different monster than we started with. Yeah,
1: everyone thinks they can be an influencer,
0: but it
1: takes. I I feel like it takes a lot more to like pop off than or keep the. Oh, it does.
0: Yeah. Literally, it's so much work, and I have so much respect for those people. But I'm like, because I'm like, I don't care enough to put in the time and effort that you would need to do that because I'm like after work my life is my life like as much as I want to share things like there is so much that I'm like I have no need to share and I mean like obviously you feel that because I post way more than you but I don't know it just seems like so much yeah it seems like there's so much High stakes. I don't know. There's just a lot more to it than just like, oh, I'm posting this because I want to. Social media is going to take, I don't know. I feel like it's going to take a dive like soon. Well, because you think about like how long like the social media life cycle, because I'm like, it hasn't been around for that long, obviously. But there is a point where I'm like, I feel like as I get older, everything my mom has ever said, I like take it as Bible now. And I'm like, you are right about literally every single thing. But it's like, of course, they are like, our parents aren't on social media that much, because they lived so much life without it. Yeah. And I feel like now we're realizing like, oh, there's so much more and like your life and the people around you, I don't know, are so much more important, which is obvious, but sometimes it's hard to and to add, sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. You notice that some
1: of these people, I feel like they will, they know that their their little star shine is fading to so mm-hmm. jump to the next big thing. So, right now, it's music. And you see a lot of mm-hmm. these like famous, I guess, people quit what mm-hmm. they quit social media and then jump into music like years ago it used to be quit Vine and be a youtuber now it's yeah tick tock and be a singer even
0: though you have mm-hmm. a passion for singing before right and even with singers right. like it's like a it's like a stepping stone yeah
1: and like even
0: with music too
1: like it you literally can upload a trash song on soundcloud get a million <laughs> mm-hmm. sounds you're signed the next day multi-million dollar deal like mm-hmm. the SoundCloud rapper thing is
0: the same thing with social media. Like, I don't like, and then they fade away. Yeah. No, it's true. Okay, guys, that was our mini <laughs> rant on social media, low key. Um, but anyway, we'd love to hear your thoughts on that as well. But so today we are going to be, I guess we should intro what we're talking about. Um, Ivy has all the info, so let them know what we're talking about.
1: So today isn't going to be more of a chatting um, podcast. We're actually going to be reading some Reddit posts from the M.I. the Asshole thread, Um, just so you guys (laughs) can see how we think and how we
0: (laughs) would arise. Yeah, we're just going to be reacting to these situations. Um, Yeah, so Ivy found these. Yes. And it's going to read them for us and we'll see. All right. So the first one I have says, am I the asshole for making
1: a joke about my brother's affair at his wedding? Right. <gasps> when, I was, <laughs> when I was in elementary school, I was the type of kid who got disrupts class often under a report card. So I never focused much on school. My district had this system where they would pair high schoolers with younger kids to help them with school. And my mom made me do that after I kept getting in trouble why is the intro like that wait what literally that was the intro
0: (laughs) so it goes on to say wait um, is this about the wedding one yeah
1: i guess it's giving us like a (laughs)
0: background info okay 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 (laughs) so
1: my tutor was a freshman named abby um so she would come to our house after school to help me with my homework or something the person barely remembers My brother John was the same age as Abby, so they would talk to each other and end up dating. She stopped tutoring me officially after like a month, but since she was at our house a lot, I also talked to Abby a lot and we were close as well. Fast forward 10 years, Abby and John get married and had a kid together. Five years later, John John tells me that he's getting divorced because he (laughs) met someone new. It sucked because I like John and Abby together a lot, but whatever. Then he tells me he had an affair with his new girlfriend, also sucks, and I told him he shouldn't have hurt Abby like that, but whatever. (laughs) I also asked Abby how she was doing, and she wasn't doing well, but she told me she didn't want her to be the reason I have a bad relationship with my brother.
0: Wait, okay, first of all, is that all of it? No. Keeps going, but this is so long. (laughs) Let's continue. Okay, (laughs) okay. Is there not a word count on Reddit? No, (laughs) so it keeps going. So, however, two months before the wedding,
1: Abby calls me and tells me that my brother's girlfriend has been harassing her non stop. She showed (gasps) him texts, and his girlfriend was saying, pretty disturbing things about how she is so much better than abby <laughs> taunting abby <gasps> for having to share custody of her kid now etc cetera, etc just making fun of her and bullying her i told my brother about this and he said he would ask his girlfriend about it a month later i asked uh-huh. him if he ever brought it up and he said he did but saw nothing wrong with the text which pissed me off and then he goes on from the side says i confirmed that he saw the same text i saw <laughs> Abby apologized for involving uh. me in the whole thing in the first place and encouraged me to still go to the wedding where my brother asked me to make a speech. The speech went well until I made oh, the joke. No. <laughs> the gist of the joke was me turning to his new wife and telling her that if she's learned anything from this, she'll know that my brother will never let his wife stop him from finding the love of his life. <gasps> <laughs> this got my brother. <sighs> And his wife was really mad and they kicked me out uh, shortly after. And my brother has been calling me, texting me, nonstop, yelling
0: at me. Um uh, Am I the asshole? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, okay, that was a novel. I would like to thank this woman for all of the context. <laughs> Okay, I would say no.
1: I would say no, too. I feel like he was, he had a relationship with Abby. Mind you, they've been like a trio since they were younger. So, literally, um, I feel like he looks at Abby as a sister and it's just, you know.
0: <laughs> right. And like, I mean, I feel like with the context, it makes sense because I feel like people make jokes like that at weddings yeah. all the time. Yeah. Or like, little side notes that are like oh you could take it either way but people always try to make this speech about them yeah okay I don't think so because that that's funny like I think it's. and I think I don't know I just feel
1: like I feel like the reason why his brother might be mad is that the entire family knows
0: maybe not right right but his family's probably like oh that's so funny and everyone's like Yeah, I guess it. if it's, like, a big wedding and, like, no one knew. I mean, it it is a little bit, like, eh, but it's also, like, whatever. Like, he shouldn't – I'm surprised he's, like, calling and texting you, yelling at you. Like, I feel like he would ghost you after that. Yeah. Now, Sarah, did
1: you enjoy your wedding speeches?
0: I did. I thought they were good. I literally, like, sometimes I'm like, what did anyone even say? But no, they were funny. And like Seth's brother just made like. He had funny. Just jokes. funny. J- yeah. He had funny jokes. And it was like, oh, I'm glad that I have a sister now so I can get with her friends or like something to that. That was like so funny. <laughs> yeah, no, I think they were good. I don't think like. I don't think he's said asshole. Oh, I think it was funny. Um, I think yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> it is what it is. You did. Right. It.
0: hey there you go okay let's go to number two all right this one says
1: am i the asshole for walking out of a restaurant because my girlfriend orders spaghetti
0: is that it (laughs) no i (laughs) okay here's (laughs) the thing I don't know the format of Reddit. Is it like an intro and then like a freaking novel? It's the title (laughs) and then it'll be like a little novel giving you like
1: the background info so you get it and then like what actually happened. Okay, okay.
0: (laughs) Okay. Um, We need to say our first impressions. Okay, what do you think of the title so far? Wait, read it again. Am I the asshole
1: for walking out of a restaurant because my girlfriend orders spaghetti?
0: Uh, what do you? I feel like yes, but it depends on the context. Exactly, I need
1: to know more. Okay, let's.
0: let's okay. Start. All right.
1: It goes. Mm-hmm. I, twenty five, male, and dating women, twenty four, named Allie. We moved in together five months ago, and I really love her a lot. Allie just doesn't have great table manners she eats noisily and sleepily uh, in a restaurant yep. environment usually this isn't too bad because of the natural ambient sound in a quiet room mm-hmm. it's much more noticeable i don't exactly like it but i usually can tolerate it now pot. as a girl who eats i mm-hmm. feel ally but
0: i hide my habits in my house <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I feel like there is a part of me that I, like, don't feel confident. <laughs> okay, this sounds so weird in my, like, eating abilities. In, like, like if I'm going to a work lunch, like, I, I'd never get, like, worried about, like, eating on, like, I guess I didn't really go on many dates or anything. But, like, I'm always, like, what if I knock over the water? Or, like, what if I do something stupid? And I feel like you always have to go for the simple option.
1: Yeah, but me personally, there's a joke I don't eat
0: like chicken wings
1: in front of people. Like I don't really know like that because the way I eat chicken is barbecue. Well, that makes yes. sense. I will never have chicken wings on the first day because I really no. Want to eat oh,
0: <laughs> I yeah, I and I mean I feel like most people do that. Like there's food you don't order, and also like. If your partner is up like, says to you, "I hate when you eat this food," just like, I mean, it's hard. It's hard. I'm starting to see his point of view. Yeah. and I'm a messy eater, so I. Let's continue.
1: <laughs> so, however, uh, <laughs> when Ali eats pasta, she slurps her noodles so loudly that people from the other tables look. It's completely. Oh no! No no. Mortifying that people from the other tables look at. It's, oh my goodness. I hate to hear people murmur about how how loud her slurping is all the time. I know this might be normal in some cultures, but from where I'm from in the U.S., it looks really uncultured. Okay, we love a self-awareness. <laughs> it bothers some people who are more sensitive to sounds. I've tried to teach her how to use a spoon to spin the pasta into a oh. bowl, and nope, she doesn't want to. I've tried to ask her to take smaller bites. Nope. That's how she eats pasta, and that's how she'll always eat pasta. (laughs) We've been to a local Italian restaurant half a dozen times, and each time but one in a basically empty restaurant, she humiliated me with her loud, slurpy eating. I know I shouldn't care what other people think, but I agree with the patrons. It's disgusting. People are trying to enjoy a meal. I finally got frustrated one day and told her that I wouldn't eat noodles with her in public anymore. She could eat alone. Or she can go with her friends. I'll happily drive oh. her to the restaurant, but I will not sit down with her. She kind of blew up my message in with a oh, yeah, you're perfect, so I get it. And I thought that was that. Last night, Allie wanted to go to her local Italian place <laughs> again. And I asked her if she will be ordering spaghetti. She rolled her eyes and said she'll get the lasagna.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, no, no. Was
1: fine, and we went out for the first time in a while. the <laughs> waitress gave her tips. To- our order, Allie completely went back on her promise and ordered spaghetti. I told the waitress I <laughs> needed anything, stood up and walked to her car. <gasps> I relaxed in the car listening to a podcast until Allie came out a while later. She sat down oh, and started giving her the silent treatment. When we got home, she yelled at me about how embarrassing that was oh. to her and would not let me say a single word without shrieking over me. And then she said she was only interested in the apology. I refused, and she went to another room to loudly talk shit about me to herself <laughs> and touch him. So okay, okay,
0: here. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So here's the thing: I stand this king, and I a hundred percent feel like it was valid to walk out <laughs> because he has given her all the options. He tried to teach her. He asked her, like, please just don't. That's a little humiliating for me. Like, there there are solutions. Like, you could choose, like, a rotini. Yeah. You don't always have to get a spaghetti. So I I have to side with him.
1: And so the people are saying that on the Twitter thread are
0: saying that he's not the asshole
1: because he had a private conversation with her, which I agree. Right. And he even tried to make a compromise, you know that, hey, maybe you can he do did. this
0: instead of that. And she completely was like, yeah, no. But Well, and like, she doesn't have a leg to stand on because she's like, you embarrassed me walking out. She had embarrassed him <laughs> however many times. So. It's just so funny. I, I wasn't sure where this
1: was going,
0: but I
1: don't know. But also, she's American too, so there was really no,
0: I guess, cultural difference. But No, but at least he said that to say like, I mean, he's self aware enough. I don't know. I mean, it makes sense. I don't think it's the biggest deal. And she, he just needs to find someone else because if she's loudly talking shit and they can't communicate, (laughs) this is not the relationship for them. That's what I have to say. But the fact that she was talking shit to herself, (laughs) like who (laughs) was there signing you? Oh no! Yeah, no, 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 no,
1: no. Poor boyfriend. Suppose 100%. He wants to break up
0: with her, so. He should. Yeah. Get him someone who doesn't eat pasta grossly. Yeah, but uh, This is like, we need to get, um, we need to get Marlo on here from <laughs> Housewives of Atlanta. I'm on, like, the Africa trip with her, and she's telling everyone about etiquette. And I'm like, shut up. <laughs> she's hilarious, but, like, hypocritical at the same time. She also, she's gonna have to grow on me a little bit. I kind
1: of them because they literally
0: moved in together for five
1: months. I'm like, where are y'all gonna live in these rent prices?
0: Uh-uh. They can do it. He can make it work.
1: <laughs> all right. Do we want to do one more? Yeah, let's do okay. it. Am I the asshole for getting upset with my best friend's son for giving my son cake? Okay. What do we think?
0: No, I'm siding with the mamas here. I'm getting Karen vibes from this. I don't
1: know why. I just, I want to know what's going on with the cake.
0: I'm giving, this is, my perception is it's either like an allergy or like some, not an allergy, but like something that like he can't have cake or literally if this was me, I would have like probably lied as a kid. And My mom's like, you can't have dessert. And then my friend gives me dessert. <laughs> All right, let's see what's coming okay. on. It goes, my son is 8
1: years old and recently attended his friend's 8th birthday party. This friend is my best friend's son. I don't let my son have any slash much junk food at all and usually he brings his own snacks. Oh my gosh. For this incident it was carrot sticks. Is this my child? Yeah, carrot sticks and ranch. <laughs> to events to have Ooh. a lot of sugary foods. Okay, pause. That is awful. Everyone's eating a delicious yeah cake,
0: and you're chomping on the carrots and ranch i could do that at home <laughs> <laughs> no i like i get it i would never do that to my kid but carrots are so sweet yeah but not when everybody else is eating cake like give him a granola okay fine fine <laughs> fine <laughs> yeah it's that's punishable <laughs> we let let him eat cake So, my best friend breaks
1: a lot and made a special chocolate cake for her son's birthday. When it comes to my son, I don't let him have cake. This is a personal preference for his health, not for any allergy reasons, and he is not diabetic or gluten-free. My son knows he isn't allowed to have cake because of of the additives. When he told his best friend at the party, his friend apparently got upset and told him it was good cake and not bad, like I say, because... His mom made it, okay, defending mama, and he goes, Mm -hmm. and it was his birthday cake. My son ate cake, got a sugar rush, and crashed, making him cranky for the rest of the day after we left the party.
0: (laughs) Yeah, okay, here's the thing with this. So, like, I'm sugar-free, gluten-free, right? Like, I get the health benefits, but there is a point of etiquette. Mm Mm-hmm and like if someone really wants you to eat something like if you don't have an allergy there is a line where you just eat it yeah. like there are times like at my my grandparents like love this italian place so when i go to their house like i'm going to eat the italian food because like they love That's it like, it's yeah. great, and it's super good i mean like is it my first choice no but also like you can't be so annoying about it.
1: Yeah, and it also seems like the reason she's only doing this because of like what she she doesn't want him to be cranky. So
0: I don't give a shit. Sure. Right. It's like, and like it makes sense, but but it's also like he's a kid, like and it's just one of those things.
1: It's even like when people like make their kids vegan, and I'm like, I feel
0: like that should be mm-hmm. like their personal choice with them growing up. Right. So, but hey, like you can provide healthy options, yeah. but you shouldn't be forcing. Limit
1: them, yeah.
0: Because that—that's what literally creates eating disorders. Yeah. We're not trying to shame this mom. We totally get it, mm-hmm. but I—I I would let him eat the cake. So she—she she goes.
1: I told my friend she needs to have some kind of consequence for her son to teach him. No,
0: not to no, pressure. no.
1: Not to peer pressure other children into eating things they're not allowed to have. She said because it wasn't an issue of allergies or health that she, she that she's not sorry that my son was cranky. Wait, huh? She said because it wasn't an issue of allergies or health that she's sorry my son was cranky. Mm-hmm. But she would be punishing her son or talking to him about it on his birthday. She says also that she'll just... That she'll watch more closely to make sure her husband does in the future, as well as have a chat with him another day about respecting food habits. She goes, I love my friend, but historically, her and her husband have always said yes to their son and not given him any consequences or anything.
0: Okay. Okay. Here's the thing. You only see what your friend tells you. Mm -hmm. You don't see the inner workings of everyone's lives. And Everybody just needs to do the best they can do, and that's it. And you don't need to punish your kid because he was being kind and sharing and wanting him to support his mom. Like, yeah.
1: and also their
0: eight-year-old kid, he doesn't know. Like... Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, let's continue she goes. Both of us. Oh my pre- gosh! There's more. <laughs> <laughs> she goes. Both of us were present at the party and did not see them sharing the cake. They were outside eating in the backyard with their fathers and some other parents supervising while we cleaned up. And so it's not an issue of anyone going behind anyone's back. Just teaching children boundaries and respect. I let my son stay for the rest of the party and be with his friend, so it's not like I ruined the day. Am I the asshole for being upset with my friend's son? In the fact that you punish
0: your son for eating cake, I agree that y- girl. yes, mm-hmm. yeah, I, it's it's not the vibe. There's like you can't care about this. Like yeah. I get that you want to be healthy, and one day is not going to ruin everything. Like, and he's a kid too. Like kids need to eat crap, and they'll if they want to eat that forever, they'll eat that forever. If they want to make different decisions, like. You don't, you also don't own your kids. Like, yes, you can help them, but there's not like this level of complete ownership. Mm -hmm. Like he's eight, he can decide if he wants a scapegoat.
1: My favorite um, reply to this is, "Boy, this birthday party is going to be a day of legend for the rest of his life. Today he was allowed to eat a delicious cake. He'll speak of it in whispers until he's eighteen, and then will eat cake every day for the rest of his life."
0: <laughs> like- Literally. <laughs> like, uh- okay, one of our one of our friends' moms wasn't allowed to have candy when she was growing up mm-hmm. and so now like all when i would be at their house growing up like they'd always have candy because she would was never allowed to have it when you're growing up and so it's like if you always restrict that like you what resist persists like you're always gonna want that so this kid is literally forever gonna want cake <laughs> the delicious time he tried cake
1: like i don't know like i feel like i believe in
0: moderation you don't have to restrict
1: but if you're like okay you mm-hmm. know, Sweet yep. a week or you have a 100 or a day or whatever if that's what creates eating disorders because now he's going to have an, a yep. relationship with sweets and he's going to be like oh my gosh that is so so bad especially at 8 learning this type of stuff like girl
0: and like healthy habits at home great but special occasions we gotta let the good times roll <laughs> and I don't think she should be mad at her best friend for not wanting to punish the kid on his
1: Birthday, like yes, I right. understand boundaries. You can say, "Hey, you know, if
0: he says this, don't you know? You can do that, but to demand, like, yeah, and just like next time, maybe not. But we don't need to demand punishing children. Yeah, it's caring. So and there's no, mm-hmm. so it's like he's fine <laughs> He is fine, and it's it literally like it seemed a little selfish motive because she was like he was cranky, and who was he cranky yeah, at?
1: Her you. And also, I'm not
0: mm. sure if he rode the bus, he's probably eating some candy behind your back. The bus is a uh, Yeah. Place. If he's eight, mm-hmm. In the classroom. He, he's finding his own supply. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking like cake, like it's heroin, like
1: the first kid or so.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yes, because it is. Hey, sugar's a drug. Like, okay. But, okay. let But yeah that is our episode um we hope you guys like that we just wanted to do something fun i think we might do advice for next week we talked about that last tuesday um so if you guys have anything you want advice on please let us know we hope you guys are having a great week um we love podcasting i was noticing this will be our 10th episode and It's just been so fun. So thank you guys so much for listening and following along. And we will talk to you next week.